0: Welcome to the Your Business Story Podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Spencer. And today we are going to talk about who needs copywriting. The answer might just surprise you. Kristen, she's on a business writing mission to make sure you know what words are saying so that what you deserve is what you'll get paid. Because storytelling changes everything, get pumped for the epic knowledge in today's episode of Your Business Story. This is episode 13 of season one, Who Needs Copywriting? You've heard so much about copywriting, but you probably still aren't sure who needs it. And I totally understand. Right now, we're going to talk about who needs copywriting, what you should do when people give you unwanted copywriting advice, and what pieces of copywriting you should start with if you haven't worked with a copywriter before. So are you ready to be able to confidently say who needs copywriting and who doesn't? Let's dive in. So before we go on a deep dive into the who, let's define a few terms. I know that we've talked about several of these things in different episodes, but I want to just go over them once and for all. And that way I can point back to this episode when people are like, I don't know what you're talking about, Kristen. I could be like, okay, you're welcome into the podcasting family for your business story. But if you want to know more, go listen to this episode, which we are in right now. So first, what is copywriting? Well, it's any language spoken or written that helps an ideal client of that product or service understand what benefit they will get from purchasing that product or service. It's the words you see um, in a magazine or on a website or the phrases you hear people say on radio or television ads. In general, copy means any words that are written for a business or sometimes a news agency what is copywriting's job? There are layers of copywriting that work through sales psychology to take people who don't know anything about the business or the solution that the business offers to help them understand that the business exists and what solutions that it can help with. This takes time Precision and planning. So now that we know the job of copywriting, um, let's talk about who actually provides the copywriting. Copywriters, like me, are the ones who provide the copywriting. The difficult part is that not every copywriter is made equally. And some will charge you a ton for doing things that are not going to help you long term. If you want to be sure a copywriter can write like they say they can, always check their recommendations on LinkedIn or the testimonials on their website. Also, it is the job of the copywriter to write. If they hand you work, to complete, they aren't doing their job properly. This can include making you fill out an avatar worksheet on your own and telling you to write your own social media posts that they will then edit. Neither one of those is actually copywriting and the problem with avatar worksheets, and I'm gonna do a whole episode on this, the problem with avatar worksheets is that in order to fill them out properly, you have to be trained. So it doesn't make sense for the copywriter who should be trained To tell you to fill it out because you don't know what matters and what doesn't as far as the answers that need to appear on that sheet. So if a copywriter asks you to fill out an avatar worksheet, to me, that is evidence that they have not been trained. Let's go one step further. Copywriters are hired to write, not to have you write. Personally, I do offer classes where there is guided writing, so I'm there in a support role. But if someone hires me to write for them, which is at a higher price point than my course, they don't need to write anything. And the only time they need to write is to make small edits to the pieces I produce for them to make sure that it aligns with who they are and what their voice sounds like because i'm not perfect i'm not a machine but i'm better than a machine because i understand sales psychology and human emotions let's go through the next thing what are the big no-nos when it comes to copywriting do not use jargon which is language that's specific to your industry there are no guarantees that your ideal client or customer will know what you're talking about confused people do not purchase next don't Don't focus on visibility pieces first. You need to get to the heart of your offer so that you can articulate what you do, why you do it, and why you are the one they choose to work with before you start working on trying to go viral. Here's another big no-no. Don't speak in a voice that is so different from your own personality that it will make you feel exhausted to keep speaking in that voice. However long your business is around is how long you'll need to communicate in this voice So make it something sustainable. All right, so what should you do when, when writing copy or hiring someone to write copy for you? Well, you use the four C's to guide you. Clarity, concision, which is Using fewer words whenever possible. Consistency. Make sure that what you say one day doesn't change the next and that you use the same business voice or personality to communicate with. And correctness. Did you or someone on your team fact check that article that was written? Make sure that what you say is true. All right. Now that we've gone through those important clarifications, let's get back to the main question, which is who needs copywriting this is a statement i'm making i have no reservations about making it because i'm 100 sure that it's right anyone who is a business professional needs copywriting whether it's for them as an individual for example for an entrepreneur or for a company they work for outside of entrepreneurship businesses will either outsource copywriting to contracted workers Or they will hire someone to work as the copywriter inside their team, inside their business. Think about your LinkedIn profile. You know that title you added that shows under your name at the top of the page? Like for me, it says the copywriting ghostwriter. That's copywriting. That one sentence you use to describe what you do when someone asks about your profession that's copywriting the one sentence on the front of the almond milk container in your refrigerator that's copywriting and even though i recommend that you hire someone else to write copy if you are not trained as a copywriter every professional would benefit from having a general understanding of what copywriting is for. So good job for listening to this episode or watching this episode because you're gathering essential knowledge that a lot of your competitors will not have. So to answer the question, who needs copywriting? The answer is really everyone, but only certain people need to invest money into hiring a copywriter. And usually those people have a strong tie to some type of business. Now that you know who copywriting is for, let's go a step further because I know there is advice you need when it comes to dealing with copywriters and people giving you unsolicited copywriting critiques. All right, let's take a few seconds for our sponsor break because their business stories matter too. When people ask what you do as a professional, do your palms and pits start to sweat? Do you break out in hives? Well, don't worry, we've got you covered. Today, you can take Literary Symmetry's complimentary 30-minute masterclass to help you craft your one big sentence so that next time you have 60 seconds to share your story, you know exactly what to say. Because your business story matters, sign up today at LiterarySymmetry.com forward slash pathway. And now that Kristen is disconcertingly caffeinated, back to the show. So what should you do when people give you unwanted copywriting advice? Well, if you've worked with someone, a professional copywriter, and they were able to explain to you what they wrote based on your goals you should trust in their work. Don't let someone else persuade you to change it, especially if that someone is not a trained copywriter with experience in getting their clients' results. For example, almost every time I hop onto a discovery call, people will tell me how to fix my LinkedIn profile. And I had let people tell me, like, I would just be like, oh, that sounds good, I'll implement it. And then I had this moment of supreme clarity where I was like, Kristen, You are a branding expert. (laughs) You are a trained copywriter. You know how to get copy to convert. Why don't you apply those principles to your LinkedIn profile and just be done with it? Stop changing it every time someone tells you that you should change it. And especially when that person's not a copywriter. For example, I had someone who was a coach who wanted to coach me as a ghostwriter and they were like, oh, you need to do this, this, and this. And I looked at the copy that they were sending for cold emails and it was honestly horrific. It was bad. It didn't have any trust, no like or trust um, things built in. It wasn't trying to change the temperature of the audience from cold to warm to hot, which is cold people are not solution aware and they're not aware of you and hot. They know you can help them and they know you specifically, so they're much more likely to buy So please stop changing copy that you've paid someone else to write because another person comes up and they're like, oh, you should change it to this. You'll be changing it forever. And honestly, you paid for an experienced copywriter to go through and fix your things and build that foundation of consistency, right? So don't take a step back just because someone else has a different opinion, All right, let's go over the last question for today. What pieces of copywriting should you start with if you haven't worked with a copywriter before? I love this question because this is costing my friends and my future clients a lot of money. And I say future clients because a lot of times people will work with a copywriter who is doing things that are not gonna move the needle for their business. And when they find me, they hire me. And normally I give them a tiny discount because I feel bad that they paid four or five you know $10,000 with someone who did not care about moving the needle for their business. So, this is the the thing you need to understand is copywriting has to start with the messaging. Like my mentor would be like if someone doesn't want to hire me to do the messaging report, that means I don't want to work with them. That's the disqualifier that I have. And messaging reports can be expensive. I have a version of it called a messaging breakdown that's less expensive. And I bundle it into my, um, you know, my 9997 package. But what I want you to understand is that if you don't have a basis for future communication, you will be in trouble because you will not be able to be consistent. And consistency is what builds trust over time. And without trust, you can't have you can't. Like it doesn't matter how much no, how much like will happen because the inconsistency will break apart the trust and you won't be able to make sales and that's not what you want. So the pieces that you should start with with a copywriter are your messaging report or messaging breakdown in my case, your web copy, your initial email sequence that connects your lead magnet to your low ticket offer or maybe your consulting call. And those things build the foundation for your business, do not pay someone to write all these different pieces of content for LinkedIn or for, you know, like random email broadcasts. That's not what you need. That's not going to help you grow. The visibility pieces have to come second after foundational pieces, which create the consistency, like I said. So if someone hops on your calendar, and they're like I'm going to write all this content for you to show up on social media. No, that's not the first thing you need. First, you need to establish that firm foundation that you can build off of for years. And that is what you should work on with a copywriter initially. And that's why I have my business structured the way it is. Like For example, the first thing that people purchase from me is my story vault, where I listen to them, I catch their voice, and I write the three most important business stories they need, because those stories are foundational. They will create a basis for everything else they write. Also, they'll hire me to do an offer audit where I come in, I look at the language you're using, I look at the offers you have, and I kind of tear everything apart and build it back together so that it makes sense with the heart of your offer, which I find out by asking messaging type questions. So if you are working with someone and they're like, we're going to hit social media hard. No, that is not step number one. Step number one is establish the foundational pieces If those are things you can copy and paste on social media, amazing, do it, go for it, which I encourage people with the story vault. I'm like, yes, take those stories, post them everywhere, tell them everywhere because they're going to help you so much. But don't create all these like random content lists of like, I need to do this and invest all my time in making sure I show up on all these different platforms every day. No, that's not the first step. That step comes later if you really want to see consistent business growth. That's what I've got for today. I want to remind you that I believe in you, you are amazing, and your business story matters. Thank you for listening to my mom's radical podcast. Cool face emoji. And if you want to be radical like my super awesome mom, then you should totes check out her impact accelerator you just need to leave a review of this podcast and screenshot that baby and send it to impact at literary dot com. And like my mama always says, your business story matters. Hey, <laughs> uh, I don't sound like that. It's do.